What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Inner Athlete. This is episode number 34. In today's episode, I kind of wanted to take a different look at a little bit of goal setting, but mostly in relation to body image and, and this body transformation and all of these things that kind of encompass like us trying to physically make changes to ourselves because we don't like something about ourselves. And it's something that I'm super passionate about because I can relate. You know, I've been on all ends of the spectrum. I've been overweight. I've been underweight. And at no weight did I ever feel like my confidence in myself suddenly was like, oh my gosh, this is what it feels like to live my life full of confidence and, and excitement. And, and suddenly I, I feel so comfortable in my skin that, you know, just it never happened. So I wanted to take an episode to kind of dive into some things that have helped me, some acceptance things that I've done, and some different ways to look at body image that might actually help you overcome some of those negative things. And that's honestly what I want to start with. So first and foremost, I think that when we think of body image, I think the first thing that comes to mind is a picture of ourselves and how we see ourselves, uh, or even a picture of ourselves and how we think others view us or what others are noticing. And oftentimes what I find with body image is it's that most of the people that have a negative uh, image of how they look, they never really look at themselves as a whole. They're always looking at specific pieces of the body. They're never, they're never actually saying, I am this. It's always like, I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like that. They're always looking to pick things apart and, and finding those things and there's areas of life that they need to improve on. Now, self-improvement is honestly a very good habit or a very good trait, a character, a character trait. You know, the, the goal of always pursuing better, pursuing, you know, trying to improve ourselves, both physically, mentally, emotionally, you know, whatever it might be is, is so important. But when we start to get obsessive with it and we start to honestly do things that are going to impact our lives in a negative is when it becomes a negative thing. And so I'm going to be honest, I'm going to talk about the first thing I'm going to talk about is CrossFit because CrossFit has been in some ways a saving grace. In other ways, obviously just as much of a trigger as any other environment that I've been in. So when I first walked into the CrossFit space, it was awesome. I mean, I walked in at barely 100 pounds soaking wet, fresh out of a treatment center, which if you don't remember hearing about my story, you can go back and read my episode or listen to my episode on my story. I think it's like episode three or four. But yeah, I walked into this gym where people were like doing cool shit, man. They were like playing on the pull-up bar, doing these kipping pull-ups and flipping tires and lifting heavy weights and deadlifting and snatching and all these things that literally I would have to Google every movement in the workout before I even went to the class. But that's because I was a nerd and I, I didn't want to be unprepared. <laughs> but it was awesome to finally be in a gym where performance was the goal, where moving more weight was the goal, where like lifting heavy and, and running fast and all these things were the goal versus just burning calories lasting longer on the elliptical, going for a longer run, or, you know, just, just randomly doing shit just for the sake of burning calories. Like it wasn't about that anymore to me. I walked into CrossFit and suddenly I was like, man, I have purpose in my training again. This is awesome. I freaking love this. I'm an athlete. I love it. And what was so cool is that the, the focus on aesthetics wasn't there, but they became the side effect of my performance. And this is why I full-heartedly believe in the athlete mindset and the inner athlete and living like an athlete to get the body that you want, because I know the benefits of training like an athlete. You look like one, as long as you eat like one too, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> so that's why I really loved CrossFit. I walked into it and suddenly I was in a place where it was like, man, this is awesome. The other thing about CrossFit was 
for me, a lot of my eating disorder was based on my feelings of not ever being accepted, not ever being good enough, not ever being loved, not ever being, you know, deserving, you know, or just this need to like be smaller unnoticed from being picked on from not being accepted into a social circle. So for me, I also walked into CrossFit, like I'm part of this community and it's awesome. And everybody's like so friendly and, and this is great. And there's just people of all different types and sizes and, and I just freaking love it. And, and it was so inspiring for me. And I just, I kind of forgot how much I hated my body at that point, you know, and, and it's because body image is directly related to how we feel about ourselves as a person. And I felt so shitty about myself as a person when I walked into the CrossFit gym and I had something that was making me feel good about myself, my body image became irrelevant. And yeah, I mean, I still looked in the mirror and saw things that I hated. I still wanted to do different things, but my goal was I want to be a badass in the gym and all those other things didn't matter nearly as much. Now the cons of CrossFit came in with some of the restricted dieting protocols, which are very generalized and not really specific to individuals of different populations. So uh, basically what I'm talking about is very calorie restricted diets and very um, uh, even restricted diets in terms of foods. So, so like preaching a very grain, no grain, no dairy, no beans, no legumes, all of these things that were off limits when I first started, which at that point in my life were all healthy, but I drank the cost of CrossFit Kool-Aid and like the whole community was doing it. So I had to do it too. Right. So it actually ended up, you know, being a gift and a curse in that when I kind of took that route, I ended up, you know, loosening up a little bit on my very unbelievably ridiculous meal plan that I was on after leaving treatment center, which I need to make a podcast episode talking about my, my views on that too. But it, it kind of went from that to a more like paleo focus, zone focus specific uh, thing geared towards obviously what I believe was going to make me perform my best. Uh, but honestly, what it really did was end up just making my calories fall too far. And then I would end up overeating on the weekends or eating entirely too much fat based on the dietary protocol that it was creating for me, which was, oh, if you're still hungry, just eat more fat. But anyways, so that was one of the big negatives. And then the other negative was the comparison game was still there. And now it was even more rampant because now you weren't just comparing the way you looked in the gym, you were comparing the way you performed in the gym. So suddenly your score on the board became a thing and something to be insecure about, not just your abs. So the comparison game got real. You know, it was like wanting to be the best in the gym, afraid to not be the best in the gym. So, you know, that that started to create a negative issue uh, along with like starting to compare myself to the other people in the gym, you know, walking around really lean. You know, maybe they weren't performing the best, but they were still lifting the weights. They were still doing the movements and they looked leaner than I did. And I was just curious, like, what was I doing that was so wrong? It, it brought up this level of curiosity and this, you know, obviously back into that negative body image issue of like, just once again, wanting to be able to fit in like everybody else. And even though people openly accepted me, I honestly felt like I didn't accept myself or I didn't feel good enough to be in that circle because of that. So that was another negative that I felt like came from CrossFit. But honestly, I will say this. I think the majority of what came from CrossFit for me was positive. And I know that's not going to be everybody's experience, but I still full heartedly believe in the training methodology if applied appropriately. I have obviously shifted more towards an individual approach with most of my clients only because I do find that the group format can be super hard for everybody to get what they need, right? So the person that's 200 pounds overweight should be able to do CrossFit just like the person that's, you know, just looking to perform their best, but their workouts should look very different, especially based on what their lifestyle looks like. 
So that was my little talk on CrossFit and, and body image and stuff like that. Now let's talk more specifically on our bodies in general and this and this body image negativity that we're we're talking about here. And, and let's be realistic about what is having a negative body image and what is honestly just wanting to make some self-improvements. Now, this is huge for those of you guys that whether you have just a little bit of weight to lose or you have a lot of weight to lose or Maybe you're just looking at your life as a whole and you realize you're just not living a healthy life. So body image, as much as, you know, I want us to always be able to accept ourselves for who we are, which goes down to accepting yourself as a person, not just how we view ourselves in the mirror, is it is okay to look at yourself in the mirror and say, hmm, I wish I had abs. That's okay. I'm going to be honest with you. Even if you only have a little layer of fat and you want to see abs. If that is a pursuit that you want, you should go for it. 100%. It is also okay to say you don't have abs and that's okay too. No problem there. At the end of the day, you have to accept yourself for who you are. Now, what I will say though is, is that with this, with this body image thing and with this self-improvement thing is that a lot of times what that person is chasing is not the abs. It's really important to understand the motivation behind it. So if you're chasing something like abs or you're chasing something like dropping, you know, below single digit body fat percentage, or, you know, you just want to get really super shredded, you have to ask yourself what it really is you're chasing. And chances are, it's not the abs. It's something that they're going to give you, whether it's that acceptance that I was looking for in the CrossFit world, um, whether it was acceptance from a loved one, whether it was, you know, I don't know, some kind of a, whatever, whatever it is that you think that it's going, you're going to get from there. But that's usually what that person's chasing. And a lot of times that person is not going to get that when they actually achieve that. And I know this myself, if those thoughts and feelings about your, yourself are still there, they're not going to be gone when you actually develop those abs or you lose that two or 3% body fat that you're looking to, or even if you lose hundred pounds, whatever it might be. However, if the commitment to pursuing a better life for yourself, uh, chasing, you know, better habits. So if, if the goal of achieving abs allows you to start cooking at home more versus eating out more, if it, if it starts to get you drinking less, if it starts to make you work out more, if you, all of those things, whether you are a few pounds overweight or you are a hundred pounds overweight, that is still going to bring you positive progress in your life. It is going to bring your life a level of of, you know, achievement outside of just the scale or what you see in the mirror. So the pursuit of getting better, whether it's physically or mentally, let's just call it physically right now is going to transfer over into other areas of your life because the person you have to become to reach those goals is going to be better than the person that you are now. You're going to be more focused. You're going to be more disciplined. You're going to be more dedicated. You're going to be more committed. You're going to honestly probably do things that you didn't think you were able to commit to or do. And that's awesome. It's also important to note that on the opposite end of the spectrum, because I know that I was kind of talking specifically to those of you guys that maybe feel a little bit of a sense of guilt if you are just a few pounds overweight or you are just looking to get a little bit more lean and you want to change those things. There's a, there's a whole other school of people who do have a considerable amount of weight to lose. And, and they know just like you guys that it's, it's going to be, you know, whether you're the, the two to five pounds overweight or you're hundred to 150 pounds overweight, there's the same level of, of difficulty or discomfort when it comes to making changes. It might look different 
and the changes might be different, but that level of commitment, dedication, discomfort is going to still be there. And once again, that person that has to lose a ton of weight or a little bit of weight is still going to get that same improvement in their life, in their persona by just making the necessary changes to their habits to create those changes. So I know that's kind of a tangent from body image, but I wanted to talk about it because I think for a lot of people, we think that self-acceptance is accepting ourselves being uncomfortable being overweight or being uncomfortable with how we look. And that's not okay. Like it's not okay to just say, nope, I'm complacent right here. It's it's okay to say, I like myself how I am. I love myself for who I am, but I want to be better. That is self-love. That is self-care. And that is what most, most people need more of in their life. It's okay. And, and honestly, if you don't accept yourself who you are now, it is very unlikely that you will ever achieve your goal because every opportunity that you get to make a change, you're going to be constantly looking for it to be different. You're going to be constantly looking for this like aha moment where it all comes together. And that never happens. Nobody who has transformed their body says that they woke up one day and they're like, oh my God, this is what it feels like to be hundred pounds lighter. It happens so gradually over time where you'll look back two years later, six years later, even myself, 10 years later and be like, wow, I have come a really far way, but I couldn't even tell you when the light bulb switched for me because it just happened so subtly. And that's really what I want you guys to understand because with body image, with body changes, with transformations, with all of these things, you guys have to understand that you are going to have to change. And that's okay to crave change. It's okay to have other people try and talk you out of that change. It is also okay to say, I'm not going to listen to those people because I have a goal in mind. That is self-care. That is self-love. That is the truth for what you guys all need to hear today about body image. And I'm actually, I was going to go on, but I feel like that is a good place to stop today. So hopefully this episode resonated with you guys. If it did, please let me know. I look forward to connecting with you guys soon. Um, I'm going to be starting a challenge myself. Uh, and I am doing a live Zoom this Wednesday that's going to go over in my Facebook group. So if you guys want access to that, just let me know um, because I'm all about you guys making changes and not quick fix changes. This is about lifelong changes, about things that are going to honestly make you look back at this one podcast episode that you're listening to right now and say, oh, I finally get it. By changing who I am as a person, I'm changing how I view myself in the mirror. I hope you guys all have an amazing week.